Welcome to the Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes, and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody. We do want to welcome you again to the Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. T.L. Farley, uh, there in Dallas, Texas. How are you tonight, Terry? It's hot. I know that you've never heard me say that, but... Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I think we better prepare ourselves because as little as the winter we had in Texas this year, I got a feeling that this summer is going to be a scorcher. Just, I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, before we get started, just please do always remember that just like there is a last play in football, there's also that last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture. You better keep that in mind if you are not a Christian, because once that last person says in Jesus' name, then uh, all of us are going to be in the clouds and we're going to say goodbye to this world. So, uh, Amen. If you, if you're around after that, I feel for you because you got to go through that tribulation and you can avoid it. Can't they, Terry? They can avoid that, right? Amen. Oh, and they should. If they had any idea of what was coming, they would, they'd be on board in a, heart, in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And we're going to, of course, get into more and more of that because we are on a section of the, uh, the show right now. The topic is the rapture. And this is something that uh, that Terry is well equipped to talk about with over 40 years experience from 25 plus Bible versions, more than 1,350 scriptures on the rapture. And that's just in one book called Blast Off or PMOR, 40 years in the making, fifth edition. I don't think I can have a, a better expert around to talk about it. And uh, we're going to do that a lot. Um, now, before we get going today, though, I always like to keep us current on current events. And something happened over the weekend that you guys, if you missed it, you need to know about it. And this is from from our president over the weekend. He was in Japan, and he was asked about the uh, situation between Taiwan and China. As you know, China believes that Taiwan be belongs to them, and they have long threatened to move in. Uh, and our president had some words on that this, uh, this weekend, and this is what he had to say. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. You are? That's the commitment we made. That's the commitment we made. I guess he's the one that made it because everybody else has kind of stayed away from that, and the White House is already, of course, trying to lessen the blow of a, yet another Biden blunder. But Terry, let me ask you this. This is a censor question um, concerning China. Is China the king of the East spoken of in the Bible? Um, actually, what it speaks about, Joel, uh, is not simply a king of the East, but rather the kings, plural, of the East. Okay. So I I absolutely believe China is one of those kings. Uh, who the others are, I'm going to leave that alone for another time. But yes, I believe they're in the mix. 
Okay. Very much. If, if you now, can, and the reason, let me throw in a reason for okay. that. Okay. Because when it describes uh, the the during the Book of Revelation during the Battle of Armageddon, it speaks of uh, the armies of the East coming, and there are hundreds of millions. I think there's like two hundred million uh, horses or something. I mean, right. it's just absurd. You know, right. and I don't keep real strong details on these things because we won't be here. So, right. you know, if you need to know, if you're going to be here, you probably need to check into this. Okay, well, now, you, you you just hit on something there that, that we need to clarify. And you said we won't yes, be here. Ahead. We won't be here. So, in other words, you're saying that when, when this involves the kings of the East, the rapture will have already occurred and we will be into another. Exactly. Okay. All right. I I just wanted to clear that part up. Okay. Now then, we got as far as question one in two shows last week on um, Thursday and Saturday, and that was involving the Old Testament saints as to whether or not they were involved in the rapture. I thought we had pretty much closed the book on that one, uh, but there were still a couple of questions that came up. Uh, So... I want to get back into it for just a minute and get get a little bit more uh, clarity here. Um, I have learned the word amillennialist from Terry over the last couple of shows. Those that do not believe in the thousand-year reign of Christ. Uh, But Terry, the questions that I got, you made a statement in the last show about people that were asleep in the dust. And now, here's, the, here's what the, que- the main part of the question is. People that died, they become dust over time, uh, go, become asleep in the dust, if you will. Now, the, the big question is, does that mean that they are really asleep? In other words, no matter if they go to heaven or hell, they're kind of like in a state of sleep or do they know their eternal destination whether that be heaven or hell do they know that now and are they in it bunch of questions in one but i think you get them i think you get it sure sure uh to just to clarify uh, daniel daniel chapter 12 uh we're looking at um verse 2 and it says, multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth. That's present tense. Okay, right. so there's a lot of dust around here, and it's some of its bodies. Right. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. So right away, we have a breakup there. Uh, these are people um, who have gone two separate ways when they died at whatever point in history. Uh, some of them uh, went to be with the Lord. Uh, there are actually some with a- are in Abraham's bosom, as we speak. Um, and then, of course, explain, the explain, rapture, explain that one. Explain the Abraham's bosom. Sure. Thing. Sure. Uh, Abraham, uh, Jesus talks about that in Luke uh, when he talks about Lazarus and the rich man. And uh, Lazarus is a beggar outside of the rich man's gate. uh, And they both go 
uh, to the Lord. They and when when you go to the Lord, that doesn't mean you're immediately going to heaven. When you go to the Lord, you find out where you're going. So um, anyway, uh, the Lazarus goes to Abraham's bosom. He's he's in uh, li- literally as as it describes. He's in La- Abraham's lap. He's just in the lap of luxuries. Basically, he's in a very good place. But there is a great gulf fixed uh, between them in Abraham's bosom and Lazarus, who is in torment and fire. And both sides are awake and cognizant. And they actually carry on a conversation. And the rich man yells across the great gulf and says, and asks Abraham, Father Abraham, to dip, uh, have Lazarus dip his finger uh, into water just to touch uh, the rich man's tongue because he is so thirsty. Now, this is the beggar. He's asking the beggar that lived outside his gate to put his finger in water and put it on his tongue. That's how difficult it is where he is. That's how painful and how tormenting it is. And Abraham says, I'm sorry, but there's a great gulf fixed between us. We can't broach that gulf. Uh, and pointedly, we need to understand as the um, uh, rich man, uh, as he goes on, he explains he's in torment in the fire. The fire is so, real. So he it's is not, very much. It's not a make believe. So he is very he's much very aware. Much a lot, a lot aware. aware. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So that was really the. I think the point of the question was, you know, did people sure. people were asking uh, if. If they were asleep, if they were in a sleep state, or if they were aware no, of where they were no, going to go. No, no, no. So they no, they no are very sleep, much no. aware. Okay. All right. They're absolutely. Now, now, the the other the other question, and this one, I'm going to be honest with you. This one, uh, I think some people were actually serious, and I think that some people may have just been trying to pull my leg, pull our leg. Okay. Uh, but yeah. We made a statement in in the last show about the Church of Philadelphia, and I'm going to allow you, Terry, to tell us a little bit what that re- what that refers to as the actual Church of Philadelphia. But the question, the underlying question, was: Are you talking about a church that's located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? So anyway. Okay. You you know what I'm talking about here. We've discussed it offline, yes, so I want you to go yes, ahead yes. and just kind of talk about it a little bit. Sure. Uh, when the founders of our country uh, were looking for a place to uh, write the Constitution of the United States, they actually chose Philadelphia, and Philadelphia got its name from the Book of Revelation, uh, chapter 3, where the uh, Philadelphia church, one of seven that Jesus talks to, uh, is given a very good report. And actually, the word Philadelphia means the uh, brethren who are in, who are uh, with love for each other. They're, 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 uh, they're, they're loving. And as Jesus said, you're going to know my followers by their love one for another. And this was what uh, really, uh, that's one of the reasons they chose the name is they wanted in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, they wanted to cultivate uh, a spirit of love amongst people, amongst citizens. They wanted to do that. 
uh, proper love, a, a biblical love. Um, and uh, so that's what that was all about. But that comes from, uh, again, the, uh, the sixth letter uh, from uh, Jesus to the Church of Philadelphia, and that was in Asia, actually. And it was one of uh, seven, seven actual churches that Jesus uh, wrote letters to, had John send them the letters and, and to talk to them. Uh, and again, Philadelphia got the best report, and they, in fact, were the one church that were promised they would actually go in the rapture. Okay, so it, to, to be very, really, really clear here, the Church of Philadelphia referred to in the book of, of Revelation is not the church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, even though there may be a church or two in that city that fall in the category of acting like the Church of Philadelphia from the, from the old time, correct? Sure. In fact, it's the easiest way to distinguish them is whenever you uh, are at, talking about a place, uh, if it's the original place, as an example, Paris, you don't have to say Paris, France. But if you're talking about the city in Texas, you have to say Paris, Texas. Absolutely. So this is absolutely. So this is Philadelphia, uh, the original, and then Pennsylvania is a following. So. Okay, so uh, with that clarification, I think we made it past question one after two, two, after two and a half shows. After two and a half shows. Okay. Now, also, I want to throw in here real quick that um, I have been uh, in contact with a couple of people that are, are interested in uh, in joining us in a future uh, radio show as a guest. Uh, we are always happy to have someone come on. We'll be more than happy to uh, talk to them. Uh, one individual that I am in, com uh, in communication with right now, who will probably be the first guest, uh, devotes a lot of time uh, talking to people about their personal witnessing experience or how they came to Christ. And uh, I think that that's a very important topic and something that should be encouraging to people to let people know that, as we have said many times, there is not an instant disqualifier. Nobody is perfect going in. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be near perfect. You just need to come as you are, accept Jesus Christ, and uh, you'll be, you will be saved. It's that simple. So uh, there's no dis immediate disqualifier. There's no instant disqualifier. And I still believe that that is Satan's number one tool. So anyway, look forward to that, um, and we'll have more information on that in the coming days. Now, and I'd like to jump in just, go right ahead. Could, just quickly, quickly. Uh, people, uh, an even more clear way to say it is uh, everyone is guilty. The Bible says we have all sinned. Uh, one man said, one preacher said, we have not all sinned alike, but we have all alike sinned. Right. So. Right. And I thank you for that because that, that's important to know. Okay. Um, Terry, we're going to move on now from the amillennialists to the premillennialists. 
And these are the people that believe Jesus Christ will return to the earth prior to his literal reign on the earth that lasts for 1,000 years. And if people think we're going to get through this one really quick, um, sit down and relax because we're not. Um, one of the main reasons is is that the premillennialists all actually come from at least three different groups of people. Um, and Terry may have more. I don't know. You've done the research, Terry, so you, you're going to tell me about that. But sure. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, if if you, if you want to go ahead and, and add something right there. Have at it, because I'm, I'm about to get into well, the question. Okay, go ahead and get into the question. Let's start. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, now, the first group that I've got, or I, let, let me tell you what the three groups are, okay? And then, yeah. then, we'll, then we'll go from that. Okay, there is the post-tribulist, please help me with this word, uh, tribulist. I don't know. That believe that the I'm rapture. Not, I can't see it. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, anyway, these are the people that believe that the rapture will not occur until the end of the seven-year tribulation, just the prior. Tribulation is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just uh, thank you. That's the word. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, the the next group is the. Mid, that word again. Tribulationist. Uh, thank you, thank you. I just, I, for whatever reason, I just can't say that. Okay. Now, these people are those that believe that the rapture will occur three and one-half years into the tribulation at the beginning of the three and one-half year great tribulation. And then the last group that I have here are the pre-trib group that believe that the rapture will occur prior to the seven-year tribulation, but not necessarily immediately before the tribulation. Now then, those are the groups I've got. Do you have a couple more that you'd like to throw in there or comments about these uh, three before we uh, get going? Yeah, the only the only other one are uh, is a group that actually started uh, up here, oh, I don't know, 10 or 20 years ago or something. Uh, anybody that's interested in any one of these groups can look them up and they'll be worn out looking at the books. That, and and people even within each of these groups will have disagreements with each other. So it gets pretty naughty. Um, but anyway, there's one group, the pre-wrath. Now, sometimes they're equaled with the mid-trib uh, believers, the 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 rapture is going to happen at the mid trib, uh, but the pre wrath. Some of them believe it's we're actually going to go into a part of the of uh, the uh, great tribulation, the last three and a half years, and you know, and again, like I say, they split hairs after a certain point, trying to decide uh, which position that they're going to be in. I, in fact, myself. 
uh, went into deep study in the very beginning when I got saved, um, because I had been saved under the ministry of Hal Lindsey, who is pre-millennial, pre-trib, uh, and in his position. And, uh, I wanted to ensure that I, I was very safe in, in my salvation experience, but I wanted to make sure this doctrine, which is separate from it, you can believe whatever you want. As long as you know Jesus, you're going to heaven. It's it's how we learn and discover what the Bible teaches that puts us, uh, that's one of the uh, areas that helps Jesus decide what kind of rewards we get at the Bema Seat and so forth. Okay, so, so uh, I, want to, I want to clarify there um, something. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, if, if we get into one group today, we're going to be kind of lucky because we're already running low on time. But... Um, you said that it doesn't really matter what you believe as far as the rapture goes. Is is that is, no, I mean, no, no, and and I and I know why it sounded like that, or, okay, or yeah, why I, people go ahead. would receive that. Go ahead. What I'm trying to do, the most important thing is the thing that you're doing, JD. You're trying to get people to accept Jesus. That that's Correct. the bottom line. Correct. Jesus. Jesus is the bottom line. He's the top line. He's the middle line. He's all the lines. He's the alpha and the omega. So that's the most important thing. And in fact, you're going to have a better chance of understanding all of these other uh, sub doctrines. And that's what they are. Uh, if you get to know Jesus, uh, and then you'll understand why this group believes this and this group believes this. And, and at some point you'll be praying and asking God to lead you into which group you belong. And so, uh, that's, and again, it's all according to scripture. It, it becomes very complicated. But what I was saying was the most important thing is, do you know Jesus? Do you know him? If you know him, you're going to go in his plan and in his will. We in the pre-tribulation, pre-millennial, pre, um, pre-trib uh, position, uh, we believe we're right. And that's why I've written so much about it. And I, I discuss this with people who are of different positions, uh, but it doesn't change our relationship as brothers and sisters in Christ uh, and, and it doesn't change the fact. And, and we laugh about it because they say, well, you're going to be surprised when you don't go. And I say, you're going to be more surprised when you do. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that, 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 that's true. Now, like I said, you know, we, I'm, I've just kind of asked the second question, uh, which is basically which one of these groups do, you feel are correct and you know the an the answer to that is is that we believe that um, the christians those that believe in jesus christ as savior will be raptured before the tribulation um, and and yet and let me throw this in and while you're while you're highlighting this and you're right. microscoping it uh the re one reason there are many but one, that's what I've got a book out with all of the studies on. Uh, but one reason that really helps us is, um, second Timothy chapter four, verse eight. When Paul is getting ready to die, he's getting ready to be martyred. And he says, but there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness and not for me only 
but for all those who have loved his appearing. So there is a special crown for those who get it right. And Paul, my, I'm convinced Paul's teaching was the premillennial pre-trib imminent. And the imminence is a very important element to it. Uh, the, any moment shout of Jesus on the day that must be called today. Okay, and uh, as a reminder, Terry wrote about that ex extensively. Um, and Terry, I'm going to let you basically kind of close us out today with that um, because we really don't have time to get into this to this new group that we're talking about. So, if you would just give us a, uh, first of all, people, if you uh, if you can tune in to the podcast tomorrow night, the Last Christian Podcast. That's at seven thirty at uh, lastchristian.net or any of the uh, big uh, podcast services. But I'm going to turn it over to Terry. He's going to tell you a little bit about his radio show, which is on revelationradio.net every Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and uh, also about the book. So, uh, Terry, if you finish it up, and leave me about 35 seconds, if you would, and, and we'll, we'll be good, okay? So it's all, it's all sure. yours. I got you. Um, okay, first of all, uh, my podcast, uh, the show is on Sunday evenings at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it's on revelationradio.net. And uh, uh, each week I pick a subject or an area of question, and I go into it in depth uh, and share lots of Bible verses uh, and uh it's it's helping us to understand that God is in control no matter where we are. That's why I call it the eye of the storm. We're, God's the one who's got the control. He's in the eye. He's got the control. And so that's what I emphasize. Uh, this, this Sunday night, I'll be looking at uh, Revelation chapter 1, verse 1, and I'm going to be looking at just one word. Uh, and uh, it's, it's the word shortly, and that's the whole podcast. We'll be looking at that uh, with a lot of different verses. Um, and for those interested and want to go deep into it, my book is, uh, that's out as Blast Off Rapiamore. And the reason I use that word Rapiamore uh, in the title is because very often you'll hear people say the word uh, rapture is not in the Bible. It actually originated when Jerome was commissioned to translate the uh, the uh, Greek Bible into uh, Latin, which was the local language of Rome at that time. And that's where we get the word Rapiamore or rapture. Okay, sounds good. And uh, everybody, make sure and make a note about that uh, about that Sunday evening show. I think that you'll enjoy it. Please join us again this Thursday evening at uh, 7.30 p.m. right here. And we'll continue uh, once again with the Last Christian Radio Show. And I think that we're going to get to that second question unless I get with, hit with a, a, a lot of responses, uh, Terry. They, they, they've been coming in like crazy. But until uh, Thursday evening, everybody, we do appreciate you joining us. And we hope that you have a great evening. May God bless you. And good night. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday 
from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.